A warm welcome to Fizzball Inside, the podcast magazine of the International Fizzball Association. I'm IFA President Jörn, and this is episode number 28, which was recorded on the day after the long Easter weekend on the 6th of April. And as always, it's a great pleasure to have with me our co-host and our Secretary General, Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi, Jörn, and hello, Fizzball World. Chris, how was your Easter weekend? Uh, I had a great Easter weekend um, um, together with my family as it's allowed at the moment uh, because uh, it's, yeah, uh, currently you're not allowed to meet that many people uh, at the same time. So it's a bit uh, a special situation, but we know from last year, but it was a great weekend with a lot of sunshine and uh, I enjoyed the weekend a lot. How was your Easter weekend? You just mentioned sunshine. If I look out of my window now, I see snow is back in Munich. Uh, that reminds me, uh, I asked you uh, some time ago for Fisbol on snow rule last year, but uh, yeah, that's another story. Today we have plenty of stories, so let's go into detail. What are we talking about today? Yeah, our today's topics are the IFA Policy Forum, which we held last week, uh, news from our World Championships in Austria and Switzerland, as well as from the CSRT World Sport Games, and last but not, last but not least, the upcoming IFA Athletes Forum, which takes place next Saturday, 10th of April at 2 p.m. European time. But let's start with April the 6th, as we celebrate today the International Day of Sport for Development and Peace. Yeah, Jürgen, IFA joins since many years the white card campaign, as we believe sport has the power to change the world. It is a fundamental right, a powerful tool to strengthen social ties and to promote sustainable development and peace, as well as solidarity. Uh, and that's why we support this white card campaign. This day is um, this day is commemorated globally each year. Soll ich sprechen den Satz? Der ist einfach. Yeah, this day is commemorated globally each year by different organizations to honor the role of sport, uh, which the role of sport plays in the society, whether by encouraging healthier lifestyle, making more sport worldwide accessible or using it as a vehicle for development in areas made vulnerable by conflict, poverty or inequality. And we couldn't finish this day with a call of action, Chris. Yeah, everyone else outside of our podcast listeners, join the global movement by sharing your story under the hashtag whitecard or hashtag IDSDP or just the hashtag only together. And let's share stories on the power of sport to overcome challenges and positively impact our lives. Chris, overcoming challenges is also a good keyword for the upcoming IFA events. And in news, we would like to report about our events. Yeah, um, first of all, we are in contact with all our member federations. And due to the still ongoing worldwide COVID-19 pandemic, um, we decided to extend the final deadline until the teams could withdraw the participation uh, from 30th of April to the 31st of May. That's the most uh, 
important news about the deadline and uh, also our organizers are still convinced about uh, to host the under 18 world championship and the under 21 European championship in Austria as well as the women's world championship in Switzerland in the upcoming summer and let's cross your fingers that we are able to carry the events out as planned. Yeah, but not all organizers around the world are convinced really that the events could be run. We are still in a good mood um, concerning the seven CSIT World Sports Games uh, 2021, which have been scheduled to take place in Italy from the 1st to the 6th of June. They have been postponed. We have learned that the CSIT, so including the IFA CSIT 2021 Feasible Amateur World uh, Championships, will now be held from the 12th to the 17th of, uh, of October 2021. Anything you would like to add to that uh, special edition as you are in charge of? Uh, just one or two sentences to add. Uh, of course, we informed all our member federations as well as all registered teams and uh, the teams who, who registered for, um, that's important, all registrations stay valid, um, but if they are not able to participate at the new date, uh, of course, it's possible to withdraw. And I'm really looking forward to the um, CSRT World Sport Games in October. will be a really cool event, uh, and I hope that many teams, many football teams can participate uh, in October because it's also our Masters Championship and um, yeah, could be a big and great chance for FISBALL to, uh, to be part of the CSRT World Sport Games. Uh, Chris, and do I remember correctly that the new deadline is already also uh, published? Is it the 1st of February, you know, the, the 1st of uh, September? Indeed, yes. Yes, it's the 1st of September, the final deadline uh, the CSRT um, uh, sent to us. All teams have to be registered latest by the 1st of September, but we will inform all our teams again and all our member federations about the upcoming steps. Yeah, plenty of things concerning uh, sport events, but also beside the feasible pitch, uh, the events are still going on. And uh, as part of our um, shareholders uh, integration and um, consulting process, the IFA policy forum was held for the first time ever at the end of March on the 30th. Uh, and the, uh, this forum focused on the requirements for the World Sports Federations after the COVID-19 crisis based on the IOC's recommendations in Agenda 2020 plus five. And we had a very special keynote speaker, Holger Price. Yeah, Holger Price is member of the IOC Legacy and Sustainability Commission. Um, and he did a 30 minutes keynote address. Uh, it was really interesting. Uh, and uh, I loved uh, following his, his words and his speech. Uh, and he gave a lot of new uh, aspects to the um, to the IOC's recommendations. And uh, after a welcome message by our good friend, AIMS President Stefan Fox, who said the following. Allow me 
to congratulate Eva not only on today's workshop, on this important IFA policy forum, but for all the innovative initiatives IFA has been conducting through the challenging times of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, Chris, a very important meeting, uh, which was reported also in Inside the Games. And uh, we took the chance to invite also friends from other sport organizations, like the president of the Sled Dog Federation was part of it and Powerlifting Center representative and also Savate. Uh, it was good to see that we are all facing the same issues concerning the after COVID-19 crisis. But our final thing for what we talk about today is next Saturday, as we have the date, the 10th of April at 2 p.m. Central European time, we have the second IFA Athletes Forum. What are we talking about? Yeah, the main topic of the Athletes Forum will be women in fistball. And of course, the Athletes Forum takes place in a virtual form so everyone can participate on Fistball TV. Um, the forum will be very interactive and viewers will have also the opportunity to ask their questions. Where will we stream it? And we will have a test uh, event tonight uh, just to make everything clear and in line, uh, not to face the same problems as last time. Uh, it will be streamed on. It will be streamed on Fistball TV. And of course, do we also offer a streaming on Facebook? Is that already clear or will it be just on, on Fistball TV? Uh, we will see if the test run uh, runs smoothly tonight. Then we can uh, think about uh, streaming on two channels. Uh, it's our aim to stream the, the Athletes Forum on Facebook as well. Uh, but the main channel will be Fistball TV. But much more important is to talk about the content of these IFA Athletes Forum as the IFA Athletes Commission under the leadership of Chairwoman Katharina Lackinger prepared this forum. Main topic, as you already mentioned, will be women in fizzball. And uh, what do we expect? I expect a very interesting exchange uh, of, of meanings and uh, thoughts. And I expect um, an interactive session and many questions uh, by our FISPOL community. And you will present a fact check at the beginning, also a comparison between women's and men's world championship. Uh, it's quite interesting what you found out in, in that direction. Can you already give us an, one idea what might be a difference uh, or is there not so many differences between the men's and the women's world championships? Uh, of course, there are some differences. The biggest difference is um, is the, the history of men's and women's fistball. As men's fistball has a much longer history at the World Championships compared to the uh, women. Um, uh, yeah, uh, therefore there are many many differences between these sports in the number of participating teams, for example. Um, that's one of the biggest differences, but uh, uh, if you compare only the average number of a team, uh, men's and women's fistball uh, is completely similar. So that was quite interesting to see, uh, because when you talk about men's world championships, uh, 
2019 edition uh, winter tour, for example, with 18 teams compared to Linz with, I guess, 11 teams. Um, and everyone was talking about 300 participants in Switzerland compared to 200 uh, to Linz. Uh, that sounds like a big difference, but in average, uh, it's the same number compared uh, by team. And that was one of the most interesting facts, uh, in my opinion. Don't tell all the details uh, and keep it as a secret and then the listeners will get much more information next Saturday when we have the second IFA Athletes Forum. Once again, uh, the time starting is 2 p.m. Central European time and you will find it on fisball.tv. Yes, Chris, uh, this already brings uh, us to an end. Uh, very informative session um, or edition of our Fizzball Insights. Um, and as always, we finish uh, and don't forget, together we are Fizzball.